Well, our feature today is a story of the intersection of art and business on our Tucson walls. For over 20 years, the Tucson Arts Brigade Mural Art Program has facilitated civic engagement, bringing together youth, elders, longtime residents, neighborhood associations, schools, social service providers, community centers, and businesses with their goal to produce stunning murals that beautify, connect, and energize our city. If you go to the Tucson Arts Brigade website, you'll see testimonials from all perspectives in our community, from residents all the way through city officials and business leaders. And there can be no doubt the murals have been a collaborative success. They're depicted on postcards, t-shirts, and other memorabilia. You'll find stories on TV, paper, in the paper, magazines, even on the radio. Official and unofficial tours have popped up, and the murals themselves have become destinations for tourists, landmarks in our city, and navigational beacons to get us from one place to the next. Well, we had the chance to sit down with Ignacio Garcia. He's the artist behind one of Tucson's most recent murals, The Running of the Piñatas. It's located in the alley between Scott and 6th, and it sits upon the side of the UPS store. The owner of that store, Mary Fennessy, also joins us in the interview, and we get this first-hand look at the community impact where art and business intersect. Mural Ignacio, you've been doing murals in Tucson for, for quite a while. Yes, since 2003 I started. And uh, it's, it hasn't always been downtown. You've had them in, in places all over Tucson, right? All over Tucson, mainly in the west coast of the country. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> It's just everywhere, basically. So, what brought you to Tucson? Uh, family. It's uh, my family lives here, so I have a lot of family here. So it's basically like my second home. Did Did you grow up here? No. Where Where'd you grow up? Uh, I I was my I was actually raised up in a small town called Benson, Arizona. Okay, heard of that. And then, um, and then after that, I went to high school, went to Phoenix, and okay. Chandler High School. From there, I went to L.A., had a career out there, came back to Phoenix. And back to LA, back to Tucson, and back to LA. So it's just always back and forth. So LA is like my second home. I'm usually they're like five, five to six months out of the year. Okay. So even now to this point, you're still out there quite a bit. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And then you're uh, you're you're in Tucson though. Do, is this sort of your home? Um, it's starting to become my home. I think after these murals, um, it seems Tucson's is, is accepting me now to kind of feel like a, a home, um, and it's kind of I'm flattered. Yeah. And we were talking before we got in the air, you're not just murals, but you're in, in restaurants and all over the place in Tucson. People have probably seen your work and not even realized it. Yes. Yeah. It's um, it's a lot of work. I've done, and also the public art, like with the like chalk arts and all that. So I do a lot of those. Anything that's with the public um, view, uh, with public art, that's basically my work and stuff. And some of my, even my murals that I've done here in the past has been painted over, which is fine. I got pictures, so it still holds up. <laughs> but it's uh, from what I've seen of your work, you don't do anything small. You uh, you like uh, the large scale things. I guess it just kind of ended up being that way, and it's hard for me to paint small now. It's weird. Like I have to have large space. I think my my muscle memory just kind of got locked into that. And how does the the mural program in Tucson in Tucson work? This this just doesn't pop up where you decide to start painting a wall. Uh, well, the, the, the Tucson Arts Brigade? Yeah, let's talk about them. Um, well, I've known Michael since I first started doing murals in 2003, and this is just by briefly knowing him. 
and this was uh, when we did the first chalk art for Tucson. It was in 2005, I believe. Um, and that's, he was part of putting that together, which I never knew. Mm -hmm. and, he, and since then, he's been a big asset to Tucson on any kind of public art. And when I got to meet him on 2016, when I did the Bill Walton Jackalope uh, mural, um, we actually started talking and we actually, he knew about the, the beginning works of these public arts that we were doing. And I was like, yeah, I was part of that. And uh, he mentioned that he was, he helped put that together. And I'm like, this is crazy that how much he, of an impact he's put in, in, into Tucson. Outstanding. Yeah, we, we need to get him on the show because the, the impact of, is, he has a history of helping communities create art. And, uh, you know, he's really kind of taught Tucson how to be a mural community. It took a lot of years, I mean, for him to get to this point. But yes, he has done a lot, and I have to give him a lot of credit for it. He's very passionate, definitely, for sure. But, but um, we are here with the, uh, the newest mural, and it's, Mary, it happens to be on your wall. It <laughs> how, does. How did that happen? Um, it was probably about like eight months or so. I've, I, myself, am a big, huge fan of local art and of the murals, so I decided to put them up on my print wall because I want my store to reflect the locality around here. I want it to be, I want it to be local downtown. So you, so had, you had images of these murals in your store on your wall? I did. And I went on the internet and I pulled them up and I put them on my print wall. So one day, Michael Schwartz happened to be walking by. He was just like, oh look, she's got the murals up. He kind of came in, and we just got to chatting, and uh, I was just like, you know, you know, a great place to be to have a mural would be on the other side of this wall. The idea would come up every time he came in, and uh, we got my landlord, Mark uh, Marcel Dabdub, involved, and now there's a beautiful mural on my wall. <laughs> what, what do you think that means? Is that does that help your business, or, or why is it so exciting for you? Um. Well, not only is it the most beautiful mural I've ever seen, because <laughs> it is. Um, but it, it just, it, anything that makes downtown better is just a, a, it's just a blessing for downtown in general. And it, it just draws people down here. It helps clean up the alley. Um, downtown's kind of the heartbeat of the city. So anything we can do to, you know, make our heartbeat a little stronger, just makes our community better. So, well, it, yes. it, it is an interesting. You know, it's not just the w art on a wall. It it really there's been efforts underway to clean up the, the alley that it's mm -hmm. in. Uh, it's becoming a more public access space where people walk more frequently than they did maybe three months ago. Interesting. I never knew that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I mean, I I walk through that alley now. Really. And I I probably I live downtown. I probably walk through that alley once or twice. And now I've gone through it at least three or four times since. Because that's I like to look at the art, and I, I walk through it, and it just sort of, sort of pulls me in. That's interesting. And, and it's funny, because you said that, that the, uh, like all the uh, residents here always tell me, like, I'm glad you're doing this mural. And they're seeing the difference between, uh, for example, like a year ago, the way it looked in the, in the alley. And I was hearing some interesting stories <laughs> how, I guess, rugged it was back then. And now they're excited to have that. It seems like it's becoming more family-oriented. So... Um, and also, I guess when people start seeing, they stop. Literally, they just stop and take pictures, and seeing their faces light up, and 
and just get a chuckle out of the, the sandal just flying off of the kid and the mural, you know. So it's something that, um, it's different. So I think that's why they gravitate, it gravitates that. And also, and also just kind of um, for them to realize that that alley is, you know, um, accessible. It's so, safe. Yeah, it's safe. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, it's in, in good terms, yes. <laughs> it's safe unless you're running from piñata. So tell me, <laughs> so tell me about your mural, this, this design, this concept, and, and what it looks like and, and how you came to this. The mural is called Running of the Piñatas. It's a little boy being chased by piñatas. It's kind of like a retaliation against the abuse of piñatas, <laughs> I guess. It's, it's really interesting how they came about because um, I usually take notes when I see something I, and I get something inspired. I just take notes. Uh, I guess the ad came out. I guess about the uh, downtown murals, and you you, you know could apply. It. You can you know start applying for it. I, I put a couple of proposals into it. I wasn't sure which they were going to pick or what, but um, that's the one they picked out. And they and originally it was just only a, a st it was originally called the Stampede Piñatas because there was like at least twelve of them running like with plumes of clouds. So it was similar to what you see there, but just a lot more. And then it, it had no background; it was just completely white, and it kind of looked um, bare. So I was, uh, so I guess Michael said, "Can you put a background on it?" I was like, "Sure." I put like, like mountains and stuff. It just looked weird, uh, texture, uh, some weird design in the background. It just looked weird, and I just said, "You know, I just got my son just grabbed this and I said, "Hey, just run across." Went to, to the park, and I took him. I told him to go running. And so I just took some quick pictures. It was like maybe two minutes of, you know, time. And then and I got the right one, and then um, that's it. He never knew what it was for. So that's your son on the that's wall? That's my son on the wall, yeah. Oh, I, I'm assuming he's seen it now? He's seen it. I actually surprised him this uh, Sunday, two, uh, two, day, two days ago. What, what was his reaction? I actually took a video of it. He was quite speechless. He was just in shock, and he was just like, oh. Like, he had no words <laughs> to say. It was the cutest thing ever, yeah. Uh, that's awesome. You, you had mentioned you go through this process. So there, this isn't just like someone coming to you and say, hey, paint me a mural. You have to apply to get into this program, Yes, right? I have to apply. And then um, and it, you just never know because whoever likes the design gets to, or the wall owner gets to decide which image they want on there. Did you have input on this one? My landlord uh, picked it. I did tell him that I loved it. Um, it was it was an amazing concept. It was colorful and fun. So I would have been a fool to say no. That's Mary Fennessy. She is the uh, owner of the UPS store downtown, and we're also talking with Ignacio Garcia, the artist behind one of Tucson's newest murals. And we'll get back to that interview in just one moment. I want to remind you that my name is Tom Heath, that you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar on downtown radio 99.1 fm and available for streaming on downtownradio.org if you are just joining us today our feature is an interview with ignacio garcia he is the artist in charge of one of tucson's newest murals and we're also speaking with mary fennessy she's the business owner whose wall his mural is on in this next part of the interview we're going to talk about the actual process of creating the mural and have the uh, overall conversation about how it positively impacts our community. What is it like when you paint to that scale? It, it's got to be a completely different process than doing something on, on, on a canvas. It is very completely different. Um, I have to paint like as almost as my arm length 
towards the wall, right? But your, your peripheral can only go so far, so maybe from three and a half feet, you know. So that's the space you have to work with. You cannot move back if you're in a space, especially when you're in a lift. You can't, you know, look at it in better perspective from a distance. So you're just really like rubbing your nose against the wall. So you can't see much of it. Even if, like when I first started doing painting murals, um, you would think that you'll be right painting it in the right scale. And unless once you go away, you realize how distorted it looks. So it's tricky. But so what I do, I just graph it out and then kind of work in each little block area, kind of see where, what general section would I'll be working in. Usually that's how I would do it. So you do the design in advance, so you've got it. You've, I do. You've, someone has accepted that, so you've actually drawn it out or, or in color and everything. Everything's, on, everything's all on Photoshop. Okay. You know? And um, so I come with the design, and I actually take a picture of the wall, and I Photoshop it on, on the wall to okay. see how it looks like. So usually once they picked out, once it's um, ready to go, um, it pretty much comes out 90% close to what it looks like. Sometimes it might be even better, more colorful, or more um, um, uh, enhanced. But it's very close to the actual concept that, that they get. And it actually helps because before I put any paint, um, it gives them uh, a sense of control if, they needs, uh, if it needs other adjustments mm -hmm. to, to, to control. And I was watching you paint the other day, and... and I guess just, I don't know how to paint, so my thought was you just sort of painted one of the pinatas and then you move to the next, but that's not how you do it. You just, you sort of start with a, a light color all the way down and yes. then you just keep building up. Yeah, it's all, I have a weird technique. It's really weird. And the reason why I have that is because I use different mediums like chalk, oil, um, you know, even digital. And this technique, I kind of learned it from Photoshop. So it, it actually works in a sense through all mediums. You use chalk is completely different. You use oil paint mm -hmm. is completely different. It's, it's it's a different animal to kind of work with. But I discovered there's a there's a there's a pattern to it to kind of work with any kind of medium, and it actually helps. So that's how I kind of developed and just kind of went on in time and kind of developed it. So it's like a layering process. It's a layering process that actually works the best. So is it done? It's basically done. Basically yeah. done. So, is, so, is it ever actually done? Do you just walk by constantly and say, "Oh, I should have done this, or I could do this"? I've got. I think I've got to that point that I have to like go, because um, each mural that I do, uh, yes, it's I, it's that never-ending thing. It's like mm -hmm. I need to. Like I, I wish I could have done this. I wish I could have done that. I will never be satisfied. So I have to. I realize after the last couple of years, I've just learned to like go and accept it and just enjoy it at that at that time and stop. You know, Mary, you talk a lot about Tucson and downtown being that, and this is slightly off topic, but I'd love, I'd love for you to sort of share the story of how UPS uh, got a store down here. Because mm -hmm. this wasn't their first choice, from what I understand. Um, downtown's kind of always been a special place for me. Um, I'm retired military, so I used to make a point to drive through downtown on my way home every day because um, the military towards my, the end of my career felt uh, felt a little restrictive to me. So I, this part of town always like symbolized freedom to me. As I was looking for what I wanted to do after I got out, and as the stars and the planets were like lining up as to you know where I was going to open this location, and they offered me not downtown, I said I said no. And I went and, and did a business plan, and and I 
listed and all the reasons why downtown was where this it had to be. Uh, I didn't know this, but at the time, the UPS store headquarters folks had actually sent a team of folks to, to scope out this area, and they decided to let me take a chance on it. And I'm super glad that they uh, allowed that opportunity to, to happen. Um, it's been tough, but um, every day I'm glad that I get to interact with the folks that I get to interact with. There's nowhere I'd rather be in the whole world than here. Well, and it's, it's interesting, you know, if you didn't put together that business plan, then you wouldn't have had a print wall with murals, and exactly. Michael wouldn't have mm -hmm. seen it, and, and that alley would still be, <laughs> would still be a, a den for nefarious <laughs> activity. <laughs> yeah. This is the most crazy, wonderful place in, on the entire planet. My questions are pretty much answered. Are there any things that, that you think we should share about the mural, about the program, about anything that... We didn't cover. Michael still needs donations to. Let's talk about that. So these, yeah. the 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 mural the mural funding. This isn't like a federal grant. They just dole out a bunch of money. Michael has to go and and, and figure out how to make each one of these murals work. Absolutely. It's all it's all funded through donors. So if there's anyone out there that has a few extra dollars to help on these beautiful, beautiful murals, please help. Do you know what the, the cost is for a mural? I'm sure it depends on the size, but what? It's about $20,000 a mural. Mural, okay. Mm -hmm. And I'm assuming the artist gets a little piece of that, but you've got supplies and everything else mm -hmm. that goes into there. And that's our goal to kind of really uh, represent the local artist and uh, look, any, anyone that's creative and just to kind of influence them. Uh, I, I would assume that mural, painting a mural is kind of a specialized talent. Is there that much talent in Tucson? Tucson has a really interesting niche, especially because of the environment here. You got the Sonoran Desert; it's not it's like no other. So that mindset itself, uh, being surrounded by that the natural beauty, it it, it there's um, something about it. it. I think the the diversity, the the history, the culture that it has that it has here that's really embedded. It's really rich in that, and I think that itself holds that um, pride of that they're comfortable to to um, to uh, to live that way, I guess. And I think that that talent uh, should be exposed and, and really represented. That was Ignacio Garcia. He is the muralist in charge of running of the pinatas, one of Tucson's newest murals that is on the wall of the UPS store. And we also heard from the owner, Mary Fennessy, who talked about the positive impact on her business and her uh, excitement about Tucson in this new mural. If you want to learn more about the murals, you can always head over to our Facebook page. We'll link to the Tucson Arts Brigade uh, and other places that are uh, highlighting some of these murals. Also want to make you aware of a forum next Sunday on the 19th from 2 to 4 p.m. It's going to be at the Downtown Library. That's located at 101 North Stone Avenue. From 2 to 4, there is a community mural forum and this is a conversation where the tucson arts brigade is engaging the community looking at the success of the past and also looking to the future of what comes next so if you want to learn more that is sunday the 19th from two to four downtown library the community mural forum well, my name is tom heath you're listening to life along the streetcar on downtown radio 99.1 FM and available for streaming on downtownradio.org.